from Quite the Thing Media. Hey yo, welcome back to another episode of What a Maneuver. Craig here and joined once again by Ross to uh, lament this week in wrestling. Ross, how you doing buddy? I'm not too bad. Great to be back on again. No problem. So, you've been a busy boy watching as much wrestling as I have? Yes, I've watched more than I can even fathomly talk about. It does my night in a wee bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I've maxed out about eleven hours this week, so it's uh, hot off the heels of a pretty decent pay per view. Um, yes, especially if you're into the weapons type matches or extreme rules. And we headed straight into Monday Night Raw, mm-hmm. which uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was going to be the 25th anniversary of DX. Mm-hmm. I thought they might hold off Wyatt. I thought they might hold them off for the, the, the SmackDown, but I, I just had that feeling because I thought I think they thought they had enough for Raw. Well, they certainly did. Uh, only, the only point I was thinking would uh, you know, would he do what he was doing previously with the Fiend and come out and attack all of DX? But uh, mm-hmm. no, that no, 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 that was that wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what did we have on Raw? Well, you first you had your uh, you had your old man reunion. Yeah, they were but all just standing there talking to Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's it's a sad state of affairs that a lot of people still tune in for uh, degeneratic X, as it was called, and you know they called them that themselves that. Yeah, no, don't call that, but uh, you know I, I, I'm still one that that pops for these uh, for the legends. Uh, mm-hmm. um, as long as they mix it up a little bit, you know, quite often the the legends draw their doors like yeah, it's just the same guys that you've got under legends contracts. Uh, the one that I do uh, like, uh, the one thing about it I did like was you had them all kind of going, uh, doing their usual shtick as DX, and Triple H like going, no, I'm in management now, I am actually management now, stop it. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just DX, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. uh, I was, was guilty pleasure of mine and Kev's going back and watching uh, 97, 97 mm-hmm. Raw. Uh, and you know if you do it like you know this weekend wrestling, night seven raw or night seven nitro, uh, and do this mm-hmm. weekend wrestling, it's just absolutely fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, pro- a product we probably won't see again. Uh, thank you very much, Senator Wannabe Linda McMahon. But no, so we moved on, and then we had the bloodline. The bloodline, yeah. I'm I'm enjoying the Zane stuff. I have to say I'm enjoying it. There is going to be a point. It looks like Jay is going to knock these seven shades out of them. Yeah, and it's it's uh, it's where they do it to get the reaction. You know, uh-huh. if they do it, I, in Mon- think... if they do it in Montreal, <laughs> they've got a, mm. <laughs> they've got a baby I, face I, cemented. 
I think you've also got to look at the fact that I think they might also do it. There might be that um, he might lose his stuff when with the title reign they've got. I think he might accidentally cost them or uh, they, they or Jade just takes it out on him because he's been putting them over as a hothead. Yeah. Um, I think they'll chuck out Jay before they chuck out Zane at this rate of the bloodline. Yeah, it's actually quite good to see separate personalities from this was, you know, it's not that long ago you were going, which which one are you? Uh, uh, I, I do also like the fact that they, they could be building for the person to take the belt off him being Zane. That would be interesting. Like I say, you get him as a babyface challenger in Canada. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, very much so. You've, uh, you don't have although, there. although they, they would isolate the, the crown jewel audience, shall we say? <laughs> yeah, they are. That is what it is. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's, uh, given us some potential. Uh, some it's, it's given mm-hmm. some interest quite a lot, as crown jewel mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. under delivered. <laughs> quite often I, I even include the greatest Royal Rumble in that and I just thought a 50 man Royal Rumble uh, I've never watched you know that what I, back no man do you know I just remembered I heard I've heard that they specifically I mean after like watching the Extreme Rules you wondered why we didn't see things from the past relics from the past like you know I heard that they've done a I know thumbtack rule good so there's no longer thumbtacks because they're they were saying we don't want to look like we're actually going out to hurt people i'm like this is wrestling you're going you have to make it look like you're going to hurt them <laughs> to be honest i wouldn't bother having them on weekly television no no but it was I, for the in mick foley's wwe career he used thumbtacks i think about six times mm-hmm. and uh TV or pay-per-view matches and that was over mm-hmm. an eight-year period. In AEW it seems to be a, a weekly peripheral. I, I, I don't mind it if it's done like at pay-per-views with a match that means something. Yeah. Like as you said with uh, Foley. Exactly. It's, it's, the same, it's the same as a, a, you know, a, a gimmick match. You, you, it's got to be to blow off a feud. You know, it's mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, in <laughs> We're not going to go AEW bashing, but you know it's like, and you know you've just started feuding, and your first match is going to be a Texas Death Match, even though we're in Milwaukee. It's, uh... I, I don't know. I don't know if they've. I've seen them starting to pull away from that sort of stuff, but as I heard somebody say, I think it was uh, Swerve Strickland say about uh, Tony Khan is he's learning. He's learning on the job. So, yeah, you would love, like, when you're fantasy booking it when you're younger, you would be like, I will put him in a hell in a cell and all that stuff. Aye, like it's the GM mode on SmackDown versus Raw. <laughs> yes. Uh, with some white claws and other substances thrown in. Yeah. Uh, Next up on the Raw would be Johnny Gargano versus Austin Theory. Really, yeah. the big noteworthy was uh, 
it was over very quickly with the Jordan Gargano and DDT uh, and from and from the ring ropes to the D, hitting the DDT. That was it. I thought that that was too quick to end that. I thought I thought they were building it up to have some type of blow off, but they didn't. I just don't understand how you've got an up and coming heel in theory uh-huh. and an attorney babyface in Gargano being you'd think mm-hmm. with the roster size you'd keep them apart because oh. you know theory has the money in the bank briefcase he should be in a position he should look strong when he wins it uh-huh. you know and I think uh, and he's literally jogged since he won it mm-hmm. I think that I think they're looking at as how like basically seeing if, if he'll break before he wins anything with it because it's a, an old thing that I've heard within wrestling that they do is, and I've seen it myself, is they test you to see if if it will co- come across that way. Yeah, they'll build you up to see how you cope with the way back down. Mm-hmm. But, oh, uh, I, oh, but I can see, I, I'd love, I love, I do have to say, I loved if it would have ended with Johnny Gargano comes back, does promo, he comes out, um, and then they have that wee thing, and then Johnny Gargano super kicks him. Yeah, he's mad, but he, he's got the briefcase. Why does he care? Totes. Then Rey Mysterio against Chad Gable. Shush. The interesting, the interesting thing was not the winner, but the fact that the stuff happened after it. Sure was. Well, where after the match, after Mysterio won it, Dominic screaming in his daft face to hit him. I'm not too sure if that's to do with his kinkfish with uh, Rhea Ripley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're, uh, he's a lucky boy, is our Dominic. And then, uh, <laughs> I'm just waiting for him to say, Mama Sita. <laughs> I, I tell you what, Rhea Ripley's gold. If they, if they, if they actually do unleash her properly, uh, mm-hmm. as a you know proper uh, women's champion contender, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be gold. Yeah, then AJ comes out and yeah, as I as I said to you last week that the good brawls were on the radar to come back and they were back quicker than I expected. Hands up, I never saw that one coming, going from their promos after they left, uh, their podcast. Uh, uh, and considering I, that Carol Anderson is actually an NWG, uh, he's basically a New Japan champion. Yeah, I'm sure they can get a workaround for that one. Aye, they vacate the title. <laughs> Pretty much that. It's, it's an interesting one as well, you know, because... Oh. Um, you would have thought if they were going to go somewhere, then it wasn't going to be WWE. I would have had um, AEW first or Impact. No, I'd have, you'd have thought with our friendship with the EVPs that. Uh-huh. Um, that Although um, I have to say about yeah. that is that. Uh, I, I recently seen see the stories about like the, the backstage brawl. I recently saw a picture and see where they said that uh, he, uh, Kenny Omega was bitten. You could actually see in his arm a big massive bite mark in one of the pictures I've seen. 
Yes. And their investigation is still ongoing. Yes. Uh, Can't even say their bloody name on uh, on uh, the show. I, I was just wondering when AEW are going to be back in Chicago. Because you just know the CM Punk chant's going to be nuclear. Yes. That's probably why they were away up north. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, I just think that that I'll tell you what, if they wanted to get a heat machine going. First oh, show back that's... first show back in Chicago. <laughs> open uh-huh. it with the young open it the young bucks. <laughs> yes, yes, heat seekers. I think I think they had something to do with like heat seekers things. But uh, moving swiftly on to the next match, which was Bailey Candice Lorray, Miss Mrs. Wrestling. I have to say that, oh, well, she's married to Johnny Wrestling, so that's why. (laughs) Uh, And Candice won, and then Damage Control decided to come out and attack Larry. Of course they will. It's a heel faction. It's exactly what they should do. uh, Because Candice really beat Bailey, the leader. And then we had a wee bit of fun with uh, the Mizzy's birthday bash. Yuck. No, yeah, I just thought it was funny that they did the, the they had the line of uh, the the uh, he said uh, uh, a diglet. <laughs> I Sorry, just, a Pokemon reference. <laughs> no, for me, uh, when Miz comes on, I go to the bathroom. Uh, just. Mm-hmm. Well, incredibly that... boring and annoying, and it's just yeah. I can see, I can see why he's still got a place in the roster, but I just think it's it's like what you used oh. to call the X Pack key in it. Uh, no, it's it's more Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's literally get the fuck off my television. I have, <laughs> oh, but um, but but the one thing about the reason why they don't get him off is because he's a safe pair of hands. Hundred um, percent. And it looks like da- we're going to get. Mm-hmm. You'll do your dancing with stars. I don't know. I don't know what the mainstream American audience thinks of him. Um, yeah. Well, it's it's basically in the ring. He's he's a good. It's the the bad. They'll hate this terminology, but he's a good hand in the ring, as I say. He'll, he'll make sure you have a decent match, a, a average match, but at least you'll be safe in the ring with them. Very and true. people will like you beating them up. Yeah. I just thought, and, I, I was uh, thinking back to when his, uh, what was it, uh, WrestleMania 37? For the, no, it wasn't. Which was the one with him and his dad? 35, uh, when he uh-huh. faced Shane. And it's oh. like he can't even get sympathy, uh, a sympathy pop when your dad's getting battered in the ring. I know, <laughs> uh, but that that leads us into the wee bit of uh, of all people. Well, uh, Road Dog suggested it, but um, it looks like Miz will face Loomis to get see if Loomis will get a contract, and we all know what that's going to be. We don't even need to say who's going <laughs> going to win that one. Yeah. Road Dog became Jack Tunney. Mm. And then we move on to Oma Squash, two local jobbers. <laughs> yeah. 
And yeah, he just I, I, I was I was watching Strowman. Mm. Strowman had a similar match on SmackDown. I was thinking, uh, you know, they just did this on Raw, and just at that mm. almost came out. I was like, oh yeah, here we go, a giant feud. Mm. Uh, and then the the big bit where I think we're all a bit more happier than certain other feuds that have just started with uh, when Bobby Lashley came out, and then oh, yeah. Brock. Brock, Cowboy Brock came out, uh, spoke a wee bit, and then they fived him for no apparent reason. They beat him up more. It's just, it's a shame this is going to be wasted on a Saudi show. We've uh, Bobby Lashley finally getting his match that he wanted. Is it oh, not a case of careful what you wish for? Yeah. Uh, in some cases, I think we're lucky we never saw Goldberg Austin or Sting Taker or you know the the mm. much or Austin Hogan. <laughs> you know, mm. uh, I don't I mean more more people would have said they would have preferred Austin uh, Punk. Yeah, yeah, or uh, AJ Sean. Um, mm. But yeah, so and then uh, Bobby Lashley decided to stay and. Defend his championship, anyways. Of course he will. He's a war hero, and not a very good idea because Rollins stomped him twice and took up the win and took the title home with him. Yeah, but at least it's keeping the mid card titles relevant. No, my thing is, it's a good way to get it off Bobby Lashley. Lashley still looks strong with Seth Rollins taking it away from him. Yeah. Very much so. And then we'll see this Monday who Seth's going to feed with. Feed with? Feed Mm -hmm. with? Maybe a returning Cody for all we know. Doubt it, but... No way. Far too quickly. Mm-hmm. Far too quick for the schedule. That returns going to be saved for something big. It's if he's not mm-hmm. fit by Rumble, it'll be for Mania. Yes. Uh, and now onto the the next match of Sami Zayn and the Usos with Usos with him versus Matt Riddle. This was a bit of uh, it was a good match, a decent match. Obviously, Sami and Riddle very good in the ring, but. The, the main focus was on the fact of the Usos, will Jay help him or not? And no, he did not help him at all and let him get beat when when beforehand uh, the big dog, Mr. Roman Reigns, told him to help make sure he won. Yeah, this is just uh, continue a very good storyline. And, uh, mm-hmm. and that was, believe it or not, that was, it looks like um, maybe I got it wrong, but I think that was the main event. Uh, we had eight minutes left for the the old gins to come in. Oh, the the uh, the geriatrics coming out. Indeed. And I have to say, the funniest moment of the the funniest line I heard from that whole thing was when Corey Greaves and uh, commentary said uh, that other guy uh, is doing something with office uh, equipment. <laughs> yes, of course, this was a show with the um, uh, with the new commentary team as well. 
uh, Kevin Patrick yeah. and Corey Graves, which is just... Um, I must admit, I was just like, oh, no, I'm really looking forward to this. But on one hand, you've got mm-hmm. um, Graves trying to be Jerry Ventura on acid, and then you've got mm-hmm. Kevin Patrick going, oh, that poor man. Oh, he's got a family. My jigs, my jabbers. Yeah, that whole bit was basically them doing their own shtick, their own words, to the point where Triple H even said, I'll need to catch my breath, and uh, and uh, Road Dog turned around turned around. That's an option? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they just did their all the... Hmm? Wonder if we get Horde Swoggle in the next uh, reunion. No, no. I think he just came back from surgery because <laughs> he he he'd kind of filmed it on a, on his YouTube channel, and I saw it in my suggestions. So, indeed. So, it moves us on to NXT, and. This this time we're not going to do the third the full thing of uh, the whole show because um, there's only a few things that are really that poignant in it. Um, what, what we got, buddy? Mm-hmm. I watched the well, I watched the, the opening segment and uh, mm-hmm. then had to go on a course. Well, the the things that uh, really came to the mind is that. Um, you first off, uh, Alba Fire will be well. Kelly Reyes, I know, uh, we know her from before, will be facing Sonia Deville because she's helping Mandy Rose out. Cool. We'll also get um, a six-man tag team match between Schism and uh, Cameron Grimes and uh, two other choices, which will be from WWE. Which I'm guessing because what I've been hearing is Cameron Grimes will be on Monday Night Raw. Uh, probably speaking to you, probably might find that might be a DIY reunion. Sweet, that'd be interesting. That's my opinion, not even rumored or anything like that. Just because Champ is doing nothing and it looks like uh, Johnny Gargano's came out a feud, so why not give him a wee bit? Or it could be somebody else, but nice uh, one. Um, we also got uh, the last man to the, I think it's Fatal fatal 4-Way Ladder Match with Halloween Havoc for the like number one contender for the North American Championship where we saw, uh, we saw what's his name, uh, Nathan Fraser defeat Axiom to uh, get into the North American Championship. Call. Uh, I think it's actually for the belt, actually, uh, because I think it was vacated because Sola Sikoa Get, uh, was told to vacate it because he went up to the main roster. That's right. Uh, and I got to see uh, Alien Dragoff wrestle again. That was that. I, that was personally for me. I liked that. But we building up for the triple threat between Dragonoff, uh, Breaker, and uh, JD D- McDonough. I just knew Jordan Devlin. <laughs> yeah, you go. You need to get used to name changes, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And then we're, we're moving swiftly on um, to Dynamite. But before we start, as I say, there's one thing I, I heard before we start, that uh, 
the reason you've not seen Adam Cole is supposedly his injuries um bad really bad concussion. Yeah, these four star these um five star matches come at a price. Well, they've been coming at a price. It's absolutely, it's absolutely stupid. Some of the moves these guys are doing to try and placate that idiot in California, but, mm-hmm. um, and it's, well, it's just totally illogical. You know, it's uh, even with the the undisputed era mm-hmm. returning to attack the EVPs, and then when they couldn't even compete, and you know, two were injured, and one's now been released. And uh, Bobby Fish was backstage this week at, um, at NXT as a guest coach, in addition to his TNA shtick. But it's you know, I've I've been saying for a while now, uh, there's going to be a really bad injury in TNA. Uh-huh. Uh, well, they uh, said TNA and uh, AEW. Uh, yeah, they said there has been. I mean, like uh, Pump broke his uh, to- uh, foot. Excuse me, and uh, a few other injuries like that. It's, uh, yeah, it's, but yeah, so, to be honest, <laughs> they can probably do with less people on the roster, but we'll, uh, we'll cover how they're doing exactly the opposite when uh, we get to Rampage. I'll, I'll come, uh, so, Dynamite, <laughs> obviously we're doing it in chronological order. Dynamite was uh, Jungle the first match is Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus straight off the bat. Um, I think they're saving Jungle Boy beating Luchasaurus or whatever they're going to do with it to uh, a pay per view or premium live event as WWE call it. Oh, they should do. Oh, would you? Mm-hmm. You know that we were talking about this the other week uh, or last week. It's uh, mm. it's such a different calendar though. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to think when AEW's next uh, next pay per view is. Uh, I think it's November. I think it is November. I'm not hundred percent sure. Um, there's probably probably people listening going screaming it out to us, but the fact is, uh, it's not got it at hand right now. But um, I I think I read it was like something like November. But if you give me full, a second, full gear, nineteenth November, you got it spot on. So we've got yeah six six weeks, seven weeks or so. Mm-hmm. So we'll probably leave it to that. Well, we've got enough people in the roster that they both cannot need to be seen till the near all then. Yeah, and then you still, and then you still got to get to Christian as well. Which yes, uh, if that's, he's out injured with his arm. Christian. Christian's been injured for the last decade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like and he signed then, a contract mm-hmm. for Rangers. <laughs> uh, and then we move on to the factory versus Wardrobe because the factory called him out. And you know what happened there, don't you? But of course. Samoa Joe and Wardle came out and beat the utter mince out of them and Joe won with a kick of clutch. Uh, and uh, supposedly that's when um, the, the rest of them came out and uh, I think the, the embassy came out and beat them up and, uh, and drew FTR and they're returning and gimmick changing of the perfect 10 yes 
Yeah, he's had a good five months off, impregnating him. <laughs> His missus, Cassie <laughs> Lee, is it now is now, but she, she, I've forgotten her. Mm-hmm. And Peyton her, Royce, uh, obviously. Patent voice and his mis- uh, and his mum passing away as well. That's that's uh, obviously an all reason why he would be out. Yeah. Yep. And a good pop, of course. You uh, the, the the opening, mm-hmm. uh, Mrs. Moxley. Uh, yes, I forgot. My, 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 uh, Renee Paquette made her debut. I did say that I've been hearing things like that where she was going to make it. And she's not been off to a stellar start. I mean, interviewing, no no bad thing about it, but I think everyone was expecting her to take up uh, commentary, not just a backstage interviewer. Uh, I've never been that big a fan anyway, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's like, does AEW need another commentator? <laughs> you could argue, I'm do, glad. do they need another mm-hmm. backstage interviewer as well? Because they've got that... Uh-huh. Oh, he's the guy that Cornette calls off. Marvez? Yeah. Is it Marvez? (laughs) Yes, indeed. I have to say that I think that um, I like what WWE did with their uh, their commentator team, so I wish that uh, AEW would do a kind of similar thing. Have certain people on for certain shows like Rampage, or at least have Excalibur being the main person and then change out the colour commentator. Yeah, but they sort of do that anyway. You know, JR mm-hmm. comes out for a second hour. Um, mm-hmm. Mo- uh, Regal uh, appears for oh. the for the BCC. No. Jericho Jericho was doing uh, Rampage. He does Rampage a lot. Yeah, but he's not wrestling on it. So, mm-hmm. and then we move on to. Uh, Swerve Strickland and Billy Gunn speak of the the devil after we spoke about him on uh, uh, on Raw one end of Raw. Yes, and I have to laugh at the crowd singing "Scissor Me, Daddy." <laughs> I can get you banned some places. Uh, yes, but at least it was for, uh, well. They apparently they can't do that anymore. Yes, Mark Mark Sterling. Uh, copyrighted stuff that they can't use the, the term scissor me. You know, we had this exact thing in 1999 mm. when DX mm. separated and it was uh, Billy Gunn in China feuding against X-Pac and Road Dog for the rights of the um, DX. Uh, no, but the, the, I've the actually... Match. It's just... The funny thing... Mm-hmm. Is it believable? Maybe. Well, this is actually because I've seen uh, the AAW posted up the trademark. It was under Smart Mark Sterling's like kind of co- corporation name, whatever it's called. So it look it seems a slightly legit thing. Obviously under the management of AAW, but they made it that kind of real. Cool, cool, cool. It keeps it, it keeps a... them occupied. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a strange one for their tag division because, mm-hmm. um, you know, okay, you've got your tag champions, which you know is a is a storyline in itself. Do you need mm-hmm. them in additional one? Because quite honestly, you could mm-hmm. just have here comes the heel challenger, 
etc etc and all the well, while you've got this mm-hmm. continual mismatch with um, FTR having mm-hmm. three belts your own promotions mm-hmm. one um, mm-hmm. uh, WWE are never been great with the tag team division but this is just a, a little bit more confusing I'm hoping that it will culminate in uh, culminate in Acclaim versus FTR for the tag belts and FTR taking their rifle place, taking all the belts because at the end of the day, they, they kind of deserve it, in my it, opinion. But that should never have came at the expense of the acclaimed. You no. know, the, we, we know exactly what that match sh- should have been, um, whether you mm-hmm. like them or you don't. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, that should have been FTR against the Young Bucks. Uh, there's mm-hmm. history across all four companies' belts. Yes. Uh, mm. And and they uh, they pulled the Michaels and uh, mm. dropped the belts there uh, to avoid mm. dropping them to the rightful people. Mm-hmm. And moving on, uh, MJF uh, in an interview uh, backstage had a wee bit of a falling out with Stoke Hathaway regarding the fact that. Uh, he was about to shake Yuta's hand and he got involved and beat him up <laughs> with uh, the rest of the firm. <laughs> the firm. Well, <laughs> it's so, a great name. Because mm-hmm. you're just thinking like about the the, uh, the English football hooligan movie or, uh, <laughs> or, or Ronnie and Reggie Cray. The firm. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then uh, we went on. We had a wee bit. Of, uh, I think we had a promo between. Oh, we did. We had the promo between Hangman and Moxley in the ring, which, which kind of I thought was pretty good. It kind of set up their match, which which they're going to have this week on Tuesday night Dynamite for a change. Yeah, one of their uh, pinnacle shows apparently, because uh-huh. they told you about thirteen times. Uh, you also, I love the fact you had MJF just the spotlight right on him, right in the middle, watching both of them do it with popcorn as per usual. <laughs> I think he might have a, I think he might have a, a Lesnar type contract. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's certainly not been too active. I think that's his gimmick anyway. Why does he need to wrestle every week? He's better than that. I'm not wrestling for you people. Mm-hmm. Classic heel stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we move on to the ROH world title defence, Jericho versus Danielson. You obviously got your classic between them two. You've not, they're not, you both of them are great wrestlers. But we got the shocker, a wee bit of a shock, not a shock to me, but a shock of the night. Will Daniel Garcia hit Danielson with the title belt to the face? I wasn't shocked in the slightest because oh. when you had um, what's their names, um, Menard and mm-hmm. what's that one? That cool, oh, yeah, two two <laughs> Yeah, so they're at ringside and Garcia gets into the ring and it's like, yeah, you're mm-hmm. not doing anything to stop this. Uh, yeah, I I do get the feeling that uh, 
Daniel Garcia is better as a heel. You want him better to hate him than cheer him. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of these ones where the promotion decides this is going to be the man, mm. and they pushed him, and the fans have uh-huh. rebelled and said, "No, nah, we don't want him." So then they'll mm. um, make him a heel, and he'll get over mm. as a heel, and then in turn get over as a face, mm. um, much like you know early day Cena mm-hmm. was originally the you know prototype baby Roman face. right. Yeah, Roman right now, Ro- and Roman's the, Roman's the classic example. Uh, once they do appreciate mm-hmm. what you're doing, then they and you know you're so good a heel, we like you so much. Edge as well, oh, but I, I it, just Daniel Garcia, the way he wrestles, and and this sounds really bad, but his face just he he just exudes heel. He's got a slappable face. Yes, very much so. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to miss the 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 Nyla Rose stuff. It's kind of played out that that what she's doing with the title. I will get to that on Dynamite anyway. Yeah, on Rampage. Um. Then you had the the tag team match with uh, Jimmy Hater and Britt Baker versus Tony Storm and Hikaru Shida. I have to say, I probably fell asleep at that point. Yeah. <laughs> no I, offense to these lasses. I liked I liked Tony Storm, but uh, the women's division in AEW um, quite often is the equivalent of when Miz appears on the television. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, like I I have to say I like Brett Baker, I like Tony Storm, I, I like all more. I, I'm not too known much about Jamie Hayter, but I know the other three. Usually they put on a good match, but when you put in a tag team match, and you. I don't think they were interested either. Kind of got that feeling. I'm trying to think, did we get um, Paige coming out this week saying it was her house? It's her house. I think she was on commentary, maybe. But Uh. I think she's actually in England right now doing her mum and dad's dad's shows. Wonderful. And to end the night, the main event, they all... Atlantic Championship pack versus Orange Cassidy, and I know for a fact Craig loved this match. Fucking crap! <laughs> I enjoyed uh, this, but no. I know for a fact that um, Craig and a few that. others don't like uh, Mister Cassidy. Me, I, I think, I think it, that this is probably as far is he's going to go with that kind of gimmick. The boy is a good wrestler, um, but it's a comedy gimmick, and it's about as far as I think this championship is about as far as he will go. Santiago Morella in 2022. Uh-huh. And our Continental Championship. It's... Uh, it's Back you know, a few... And the thing is, mm-hmm. it does, you know, a willingness to then move away from the comedy character to, to shed mm-hmm. that skin. It's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, 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 the reason I know all this is because you uh, and a lot of the guys, you and especially Kev, are very much Kernet guys. Am I wrong? Um, I'm certainly more Kernet than Mel- Meltzer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm, Whatever entertains me, it doesn't matter if they're 
like Orange Cassidy, I will say to you, is not a sloppy wrestler. He's very safe. Um, he's just not everybody's cup of tea. I mean, there's probably a wrestler that you really like, Craig, that I'm not really that big on. That's why it's a diverse audience. It's um, yes, it's it's one it's one of these ones as well. It's like there are some things which are unbelievable, but entertaining. You know, uh, oh. put, putting a sock down somebody's throat. Yes, the mandible claw. But um, you know, I mean, even the cobra mm. was quite entertaining. Uh, yes. People's elbow it has its place. People's mm-hmm. elbow as well, but uh, those kicks and mm-hmm. uh, and to be honest, I think a lot of people do suffer for being mm-hmm. associated with them. I mean, poor Wardlow as well. Mm-hmm. The first feud that you've mm-hmm. got, and I mean, you're asking Wardlow to sell for him. Mm-hmm. It'd be mm-hmm. like asking Goldberg in 1998 to sell for Rey Mysterio. I can see that if if they sell it right, yeah, they can get away with it. But I mean, there's the the thing where he hits him and it it does rock him, but it doesn't put him down. I, I'm speaking from the wrestling side of my head where it, when I was doing it, that's why. Uh, uh yeah, and his uh, his orange punch, or you know, basically the Roman Superman, the Roman ripoff. Uh, Pretty much, it's believable when it's a guy that's six foot three. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, when you've got somebody that size flying at you, that you could probably fart and knock them over. Not so much. I, my, I know that I know that people hate the fact when he does the wee silly kicks, but I do find it it's funny. It's not funny what he's doing; it's the reaction to what he's doing that I find funny. The person he's facing, like Pock, is the best at it. He just looks at him like he's uh, shit on his boot, basically. So he should, you know. As soon as as soon as he puts his hands in his pocket, someone should just stick. Mm-hmm. You know. But I, I, the thing is, the reason that you hate him, I don't like him, and the reason I, I think he's entertaining is because the fact is, he decided to to take a shot on a character that it's not really been done that often. Very true. And he must also have uh, some love from Tony, the amount of money he's spending on the um, mm-hmm. entrance music for him. You know, first the Pixies yes. and, then, and then the yes. current one. Jane, I think it is. Yeah, they, they don't come cheap. No, uh, no. Uh, as we know, no. when you go back and watch like old WCW, you don't get Hogan coming out to Hendrix. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, you need to shell out a bit of pretty much penny. Although, at least it wasn't as... It probably wasn't as uh, expensive as uh, when they tried to get Danielson's final countdown. From uh, from uh, Fornano. They yeah. were asking for a lot of money. Or uh, Europe. Sorry, they were asking for such a lot of money. Well, Jericho tried to get ACDC, but they managed to get Rolling Stones for um, for All Out, for when MMGF returned. Maybe it was just a one-off, and it was cheaper to get the one-off than doing more than that. I think there's there used to be, and I'm not sure if it's a British thing, but once it's after 50 years, it becomes mm. into the public mm. domain. Uh, but the American system might be different. Mm-hmm. 
Now moving swiftly on, we have the Friday Night Smackdown, where we have we have the continuation of the Bloodline, where Sami Zayn is uh, talking to Sola Sokoa and Jay Russo, and he gets the phone call from the big man, Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns tells him this uh, tells Jay Russo this time you better make sure Sami wins it or I'm kicking your arse, <laughs> essentially. It's, uh, Smackdown is so much better because it's only two hours. Yes, and it makes, I think everyone agrees that. It makes such a difference. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's it's really, it's, it seems a much more polished show. There's no fillers. I mean, don't get me wrong. The the promo at the start of Raw was was gold, but you can sorry you can start mm-hmm. a SmackDown with a match. You don't need this. You twenty minute mm-hmm. set the scene. This is what you're going to see for the next mm-hmm. three hours. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, like you say, it's continue the storyline. It's 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 moving on very nicely. Uh, mm-hmm. Everyone's invested in it, uh, mm-hmm. and the thing is, it's multiple feuds as well. Uh, you're sort of like looking at. Uh, bloodline like, like, like sort of like Sons of Anarchy. If you ever watched it, you mm-hmm. know it's a mm-hmm. it's a faction, but there's there's mm-hmm. different friendships and relationships within that faction. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sammy's <laughs> Sammy interact the way he interacts with the other four is just gold. He's literally to the it may be a British term, but the redhead stepchild. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Jay also basically helped Sami Zayn beat Kofi Kingston um, but before that I forgot all about the car accident that Kerry and Koss got in yeah and he's uh, you can see he's, he's, got, he's bleeding from the head and Drew looks pissed and he absolutely beats the hell out of him Angry Drew's always gold, especially and going he looked into, like he was, especially mm-hmm. going into Rumble season. Yeah, and he looked like he was about to kill Carrion Cross with the the car door. Yeah, I'm enjoying that that storyline. Mm-hmm. It's good yeah. shit. Can, yeah, well, considering Carrion Cross is now actually a good character and not just some weird fetishized uh, Roman soldier or. Gladiator, 100%. Or a Viking. Um, uh, um, and then after that, we got Rey Mysterio threatening to quit. <sighs> yes. Um, we'll, we'll put a wee slight pin in that just now because it'll come up later. Um, uh, and then we got a wee bit of thing with the uh, backstage with the the, the girls where uh, Roxanne picked her person to take her uh, to take the position, like pick your poison person thing. Yep. Where N- nice she, talk. She, nice talking smack. Um, continues uh-huh. with Bailey's loss. Yes, and that set up the a, a six woman match later on. That later on. And then Braun Strowman, as we spoke about earlier, Braun Strowman basically killed two jobbers 
and uh, Omas came out with MP MVP on his toe. I was I was watching that. I was thinking back to yeah. You've heard some podcasts where they're talking about WCW and have like you know three matches in a row ended in disqualification. Mm-hmm. It's like were the producers not speaking to each other? And then you were thinking mm-hmm. to uh, uh, WrestleMania thirty six, and it's mm-hmm. like Lesnar, Ed McIntyre, and Strowman Goldberg was literally the same match, one night mm-hmm. apart. You know, mm-hmm. same with the 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 cinematic matches you had one mm-hmm. on the Saturday, one on the Sunday. It's like so so mm-hmm. Strowman and a handicap. I thought, just did have a on Monday. Then he appears. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're probably going to have some giants knocking shit out of each other in I was Saudi. Just, yeah, set up for Saudi. Uh-huh. And then we had the returning of the LA Knight versus Mansoor, but they've pronounced it some French way. <laughs> how how good is his entrance music, LA Knight? Yes. If you're yes. like a, a West Coast rap fan, you can just sort of hear uh-huh. the chronic coming through it. Oh, and uh, then his finisher, I thought he was going to hit a stunner at the start, but he hit like a a snapmare driver, as it's called. Yep. And he just plants him on his forehead. Yeah, pretty pretty quick for a turn, but, you know, Mm -hmm. he he sort of shed that layer of skin, moves on. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mansoor will be under contract anyway, purely for Uh Shoudy. Uh-huh. I just thought that was uh, early night, and then he got on the microphone and told everyone what how he really felt. <laughs> it's a uh, shoot, LA bro. Mm-hmm. Or early uh, night being the dastardly heel that he loves to be. <laughs> hey, we all need them. Uh, yes, dastardly rather than cowardly. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. And then we, we move on to the six women tag team match. Damage Control versus Roxanne versus Raquel Rodriguez and Shotzi Blackheart. And uh, Damage Control won. Uh, not really much to say. Um, multiple women matches tend not to be the most exciting. No. Uh... Unless a brand panties, which is exciting for a different reason. Whoa. <laughs> It's 2022. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> I, I'm just telling the truth. I'm not saying that they can't have a great match because some of the matches, like you had Bailey, Bailey, Sasha, and Awesome Kong, uh, Gail Kim. To be honest, he just, the, mm-hmm. six, the six head match at, uh, that clashed at, clashed at the cast was pretty good. Mm-hmm. True. But as I say, that you don't often get very many six six man or six women matches that are really that entertaining. Yeah, that often. So it's not just women; it's <laughs> it's the men as well. But yeah. um, it looks like they're high. The management are high on Roxanne, but Perez. They certainly like her back. Hmm. They certainly like her back. That's Raquel Rodriguez you're talking about. Oh, crikey jigs. Roxanne actually was uh, um, uh, the, what, a young, I think the youngest uh, ROH women's champion 
is now came over to WWE and they're very high on her, so uh, she'll be in the company for a long time, that one. Yeah, if anyone watched ROH, they know exactly who she is. All, yes. th- all three people. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we move on to Le Fantasma, uh, Le Legado del Fantasma versus Hit Row. That's easy for me to say. And um, I have to say that uh, Fantasma is one of my, my, my favourite tag teams at the moment. Or f- groups, whatever you want to say. Um, they've got Mrs. not really. They've got Mrs. Bla- they've got Mrs. Alistair Black with them, uh, uh-huh. and she's brilliant. She is gold. Mm-hmm. And uh, their leader, the the guy, the, the leader, he he is a really good wrestler. I watched a lot of him in NXT, and he is he is a great good wrestler. He he was a North American champion for a while. Um, I don't think he got the 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 world the 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 main NXT title, but. Before he moved up to the main roster, but that happens sometimes. Yeah, it's not as if it has to be this rite of passage where you have that title to go to there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I had a, a group chat where we sort of went through all the previous NXT champions and uh-huh. how, how they fared since going up to the the main roster, mm-hmm. and it wasn't great reading. You're you're talking the only two that I can see who had a really quite a good wee run. Was maybe Finn Balor and uh, Seth Rollins. Yeah, you you chuck Drew in there as well. Drew uh, as well. But uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I keep it, forgetting that he was on that. It, it's something we could wallop through another day. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's, it's quite mm-hmm. interesting. I'm not really the biggest fan of uh, hit roll myself. But um, I can see their appeal for other people. I, I just kind of get uh, they're almost like a version of the acclaimed in a way because they obviously do the rap to the ring. I believe it's exactly that's exactly what I was thinking as well. Um, it's the risk you take, though, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. And do you but want to see our? Wrote- Mm-hmm. Our, our, our act's not as good as their act uh, because they claimed it right now mm-hmm. on absolute fire well I'd say Hit Row they'll say oh Hit Row was first but <clears throat> only one blew up very high it happens hey do you want to go and, through uh, we'll go through the list of NXT champions right now see how well they've done um, so we're up to Broadbreaker is the the 27th reign as mm-hmm. uh, NXT champions. There's obviously a few doublers here as well, but mm-hmm. let's go with it. So Seth Rollins. Yep, he's uh-huh. done. He's done all right since he's gone up. Mm-hmm. Big E. Yeah, you could say that. The tag team, although he nearly he nearly died. But bear in mind, Big E won the, won the belt um, December 6th, 2012. So that's mm-hmm. almost a decade ago. Um, so part of one of the most loved factions and uh, mm-hmm. and he won the big strap next we had Bo Dallas <laughs> <laughs> oh that boy poor boy he's been nowhere he's had some terrible luck uh, almost like mm-hmm. uh, D.H. Smith mm-hmm. on to Adrian Neville 
Well, it depends on what you class. Well, he's no longer in WWE, that's all I can really say. And he just jobbed out to Orange Cassidy, which will annoy you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sami Zayn? I think he's doing very much well. He's in the biggest storyline. 100%. Uh, then on to a WrestleMania main eventer, Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can say, definitely say he... He's not had as much as he would like, but he's doing pretty well. I would certainly say so. Um, and then Finn Balor. I just, as I said, he, I think he's doing pretty well. Balor. Um, yeah, yeah. run first on the like the the Universal. Then uh, it was injured. Then he went and had a good run in NXT's Prince. And now he's in a pretty high storyline in Raw. Yep, still hanging around there. <laughs> as um, the leader as the leader of Judgment Day. Is he the leader, or is Priest the leader, or is no, Rip, or, or is Ripley really the leader? She might be the leader that we don't know, but the fact is, he's the front man. May not may not be the leader, but he's the front man. He wins it. Get he gets on the mic. And seems like the leader. Very true. Um, then we talk about bad luck. Samoa Joe. I, I think he had a cure before that, so I don't know how you would say it. Yeah, I think uh, I'd really, even when he came up up uh, to the main roster, he just uh, he didn't use him right because uh, he seemed to be Aaron Ramsey, didn't he? <laughs> Uh-huh. See, the thing is, like, Samoa Joe had an opportunity to have a really great match with Brock Lesnar. Because you got a guy, two guys who legit look like, well, you know Brock Lesnar can fight, and Joe legitimately looks like he could kick most people's arses. Yeah, they had it. Was that great? But it was a fire. He, they, I, I can't remember. The, I loved for, how it started, though. Uh, it, just, mm-hmm. it just never kicked on. Even on commentary, was good, um, but uh, not to be. Uh, mm-hmm. Then we had Shinsuke Nakamura. He's done no bad, but he's not been the greatest. We could have done better. I always feel when a Royal Rumble winner doesn't mm-hmm. bag the title, mm-hmm. it's, it's no faith. Yeah. Uh, so then we flip flop back between Joe and Nakamura, uh, and then on to mm. Bobby Roode, <laughs> a man with so much potential, and almost to me when his younger days looked like a a, um, a Triple H kind of guy, an actual oh, Triple H, yeah, uh, uh, TNA on his ascent to the world title uh-huh. was just mm. absolutely brilliant. Uh, it just it just hasn't mm. happened. Uh, for one reason no. or another. Uh, and a fantastic entrance music to boot, by the way. 100%. Uh, and then it's the big man, Drew. Well, you can say, I mean, he's first Scottish uh, world champion for WWE, so, I mean, you can't really say much better than that. And looks like he could be poised for another goal for it as well. He certainly does. Uh, Would they get... Andreo Andrade. Where is he? Missing in action, even in the AEW? Yeah, 
he's uh, he's married Charlotte Flair. He's doing all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, he's. Uh, I think he's is he suspended at the minute. He might be. For, for, uh, but maybe doing that triple A thing as well. Suspended. Triple A's going on right now. Mm-hmm. He's suspe- suspended for um, showing Sami Zayn that Twitter comments have repercussions. They were on to Mr. Zelina Vega, Alistair Black. Yes. Uh, I thought he was doing well, but he's got a few issues right now, so I think that's why he's off TV. Uh, he's never really seemed to, to kick on. Um, on to Champo. I like Champo, but he's kind of he was with the Miz, so that's the black hole of nothingness. Absolutely, it's like having a program with Orange Cassidy, and then on to Champo's friend Gargano. Sometimes friend, sometimes enemy. Well, in NXT they were brilliant, but coming going into uh, the main roster, we don't really know because he just went up to the main roster. Yeah. Uh then one that never saw the main roster, really, mm-hmm. uh, the ever-shrinking Adam Cole. Yeah. Well, considering the fact that they wanted to make him a manager and cut his hair, I think I think that's probably why. Yes. And the man that he would have been managing, the softly spoken Keith Lee. Yeah. So much potential and that hurts because he, he, he could have been great, but he's kind of lost in the shuffle in AEW. Yeah, for whatever reason, I really kicked on in, uh, in WWE because that would have been, you know, mm. matches with Brock purely for the size factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, carrying Cross. I love. Mm-hmm. Well, you can see he's up and about in the main event bit because he's with Drew. Absolutely. Ah, there we go. Back to Finn, back to Karrion Cross, back to Samoa Joe. <laughs> Interesting. This and was, then uh, Braun Breaker. Uh, yeah, and then back to Champo. Breaker, mm-hmm. uh, who we haven't seen on the main roster, but you know he's going to be gold. And uh, oh, oh. I think he might be mania bound, though. Yeah, or certainly Rumble. 30 mm-hmm. years after Bruce mooted uh, Uncle Scotty coming in and bossing mm-hmm. it. And last but not least, someone that had already been on the main roster, but popped down for a wee trip, Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> As quite a lot of them, lots of potential, but never realised because of creative, I believe, in my opinion. Yeah, it's a bit of a strange one as well, because we Crikey, he was... Dolph Ziggler's been on that main roster since before Eddie Guerrero passed away. Yep. When Chavo was Kerwin White. Yes. That was before he became the cheerleader. Yeah. Oh, my God. Him cheerleader. That was... I remember the the matches. Kerry Dykstra. Mm-hmm. So many names that didn't make it, and he's the only one that's still there. Yeah, and that's before we go on about the Nexus. Mm-hmm. And we'll finish off the SmackDown with the last one, with the one I said we'd put a pin on, 
was the fatal four-way for number one contendership for the Intercontinental Championship. So Sokola, Sheamus and Ricochet nearly gave it away. <laughs> and uh, we found out that Ray is not quitting and actually joining SmackDown. Yeah, I'm not going to fight my son on this show, so I'll go to the other one. And actually goes straight into a match with Walter, which will look so painful. So painful. Yeah, but, you know, we're, we're in 2022. I've been watching Ray on mainstream television since 97, 96. Mm. Uh, 96, and uh, we still love a Ray versus a big man match. <laughs> I'm going to see the one thing I'm hoping. He does a springboard and goes straight into a shot from Walter. I think that's a safe bet. That will be so cool, but it's so brutal. Although there's the possibility that they could take off Walter and Walter could go on to bigger and better things. It's it's a tricky one, right? Because who does he feud with? You've got to try and keep so many people strong right now. And, you know, you're not even seeing the belt being defended monthly. Mm-hmm. So it's trying to get everyone up to that upper mm. upper level where they can be credible mm. challengers. Which, which, why? You know, putting Logan Paul into a title feud isn't really that bad. Mm. Mm. The, the worst thing is I can see how Ray wins it. I can see it just sitting here. Um, He's facing him and the battle and brutes will come in and distract. Yeah. Or the or the bloodline, <laughs> probably the battle and brutes. Yeah, not the bloodline. Sorry, the uh, uh, judgment day might even interfere. Uh, you know, mm. they might just prolong this. You know, uh, mm. Dominic doing everything until Dad has to teach son a lesson. Mm-hmm. And then to end SmackDown, the one thing we'd all been waiting for, and it was a bit different than what I think we all expected. Yes, this caught me unawares. I think they allowed him to speak his own mind, but I think we could be seeing a split personality. Oh, well, we had that a little bit before, didn't we, with the uh, the Firefly Funhouse and Fiend and mm, alternating. Mm. But yeah, so we've got some scary but, voices and off the air. Uh, I, did, I did like him talking to the fans because you could hear how much all the stuff was weighing down on him, especially losing Brody Lee. Yeah, very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you forget how long he's been away for. About mm-hmm. 18 months, really, isn't it? Has been uh-huh. seen since WrestleMania 2021. Uh-huh. And that seems to be it, but I've got a few bits of like pieces for Rampage that noteworthy. <laughs> yeah, um, I just watched that The original... Morning. The original Kingdom, that would be Matt Taven and Mike Bennett with your favourite Maria Canellis. No, that's a sarcastic favourite. My real favourite is... No, no. My real favourite is Terry Ruddles. Always has and always will be. (laughs) 
and uh, then uh, we had Matt Hardy and Private Party now become part of the forum. Okay. In 2022, who really gives a fuck about Matt Hardy? Mm. You know, Matt, then, Matt Hardy's been over over twice as a single star in his entire career. One was when he first started doing that broken gimmick, and that got tired really, really quickly. And the second time is when he was moaning about his girlfriend getting pumped by someone else. Uh, Lita he, Edge. Yes, indeed. And then we had the returning Stu Grayson to the uh, black, uh, the uh, dark order. Yeah, we and because mm-hmm. we mentioned bloated rosters, mm. and I don't know if that was a one-off because obviously we're in Canada and Canada is home country. Don't know. We'll just have to tune mm. in to see. And because I had to sit through it all, I had to watch Impact. You'll get news, wee notes of news worthy from it. Not just Impact, but the Bound for Glory. Um, on Impact, there was the uh, wee cheeky debut of Dirty Dango. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that. Uh, well, to everyone who may not know who Dirty Dango is, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's Fandango. Who's now a kind of sleazy dancer. More sleazy than he was when he was in WWE. Yes, but he holds a win over Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, we should have said that. Found... Tony will probably try mm-hmm. to sign him and book him for that. <laughs> oh, no, please, no. But I think he might, hopefully, he'll be contracted to Impact so he can't really say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got. Uh, a wee bit unworthy is uh, Mickey James is on her uh, last tour. Basically, if she loses the match, that's all. She retires. Yeah. Or, or, or she, <laughs> or she appears in the rumble. Probably. Um, and it's crazy. We're sitting here and we're talking, and we've got currently there's two contenders for the Impact. Championship, and I think you said off air that the combined age of uh, they can't be too far off a hundred. Uh, <laughs> I think Bully, I think Bully Ray's 50 51. And you've got Frankie Kazarian who's not very far behind that. If he has that, uh, Kazarian's 45. There you mm-hmm. go, 95, 96. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, there's a few things that I, I, I cropped up. Uh, I, I thought was quite interesting. You know how the Viking Raiders? Uh-huh. And it looks like Sarah Logan will be following them because mar- she's married to one of them. Makes sense. And um, we look like we might have an all- a Zack Ryder and his missus coming to back to WWE after a few things happened after that. <sighs> we'll wait and see on that one. Yeah. Uh... Mr. Ryder's very good working. Mm-hmm. Well, he's doing pretty well on the independent scene, if you've seen some of his stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he was dressed up as bloody Vince McMahon for a wee bit when he was doing like his like, bandana and uh, when he was ECW champion. I watched some of that GCW, uh, GCW nonsense. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. where they can't even afford tables and started uh, using know. doors. It was like really yes. And the one thing we have we have to uh, I definitely have to pimp, uh, say is the amount of people teasing they are going to be part of why it's a faction if there is going to be a faction is crazy. The one funny story I've heard is, I don't remember if you remember this, ECW wrestler called Colin Delaney, who basically got his head smacked in every week in ECW. Totally, he's he's leaving his job in a toy store to be part of his faction. I kind of disbelieve that one, but I thought it was funny to note that there's places reporting he's leaving his current job with toys to go enjoying that. I smell pish. Uh, same with Eva Marie. It's a hot new thing. They're all jumping on the buddy buying wagon. You just know if there's even going to be a faction, it'll just be some random call ups from the performance centre. Mm-hmm. Or the former, oh, or the former, uh, what was the retribution factor? Where's, where's Mace? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All that. <laughs> I know we well we talked about Bo Dallas get signed up, so he'll most likely be a part of it. Yeah, I'm I'm quite content just to actually sit and watch it and see how it goes and and not fantasy book. Um, mm-hmm. um because you once you get ideas mm-hmm. in your head you can often be left disappointed. No, I was just saying that, that my my third comment on this was Everyone and their, their granny are te- teasing they're joining them as faction when they might not even be a bloody faction. Well, you've got to think maybe WWE writers like, oh yeah, he c- we could bring him in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will wait and see. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a very enjoyable time to be a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and get some yeah. NWA power and some. I think I'm going to watch that Bound for Glory mm-hmm. show as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it was alright. It- it's Sunday night as we record this. It's either that or watch some, some good old fashioned WCW. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, I was a big fan, a fan of that. Um, I know how you do this thing where you compare you to yourself to the NWO. I always thought the Wolf Pack was a wee bit cooler. I don't know why. Of course it was. I had Kev Nash in it. Mm hmm. No, I just the music was also added to it. Yeah. Do you know the rapper from that uh, song is in, uh, doing life in prison? Is he? Yeah, interesting. Might, <laughs> might be a reason why we never hear it. Or why we yes. It. Yeah, I don't know. What have we got? We've got Halloween, Halloween coming up. Uh, yes. I think we could watch a, an old, an old wrestling show. We do a Halloween uh, have it watch along next time. Yeah, well, interesting thing is NXT is doing their own version of that. Yeah. Yes, but did they ever do a Chamber of Horrors where you have to throw your uh, opponent into an electric chair? I know they've done a lot of things because you could that spin the wheel. Yeah, that was 30 years ago. that used to be part. But they've got the spin the wheel thing as well, so I don't know if that's how. I don't remember. I never never got a chance to watch the pay-per-views because... Uh, all they showed when I was younger was the Nitros and Thunders. <laughs> Lucky you. 
I had uh, WCW Worldwide at like one forty in the morning, <laughs> and that was it. And that was no, like, I, 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 like that. That was like literally a magazine show where you might get a few stills of the pay per view, or you're reading the reading the magazines uh, to find out what the pay per view result was from two months previous. Um. Mine was uh, when I used to try to watch it was after um, Cartoon Network going into TNT and then occasionally you would get it on DSF which was an old like I think it was German <laughs> sports D- channel. DSF was brilliant because you'd either get wrestling <laughs> or porn you know <laughs> it was like the old the old analog um, skybox is like number I think it was like one, number 135 uh-huh. that was class <laughs> Uh, I, as I say, that's the only way. It just like I, I, I saw it was WCW was on. I was like, I put it on, and it's like I couldn't understand a bloody thing was going on. I'm like, you could all, I can only keep up with the physical stuff. You could almost just hear the interview underneath the German uh-huh. uh, voiceover. So it was class. That <laughs> oh, was great times. Anyway, that's giving me a nostalgia pop. Mm-hmm. I I think we're ready to wrap this up, buddy. I think. Uh, yeah, I think we'll be due to return shortly. Um, certainly going to increase the show frequency now that Ross is on board, and uh, mm-hmm. I think we might just have to watch some old WCW because we haven't touched that for ages. Mm-hmm. You up for that, Ross? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know which one you want to go for. Do you want to go to classic? If it's going to be a nitro, do we go classic or do we go the screens across it with a big weird thing, star thing? Oh. <laughs> Ninety uh, seven's a vintage year. We'll have a little look and a talk mm. offline, or if uh, anyone wants to hit us up on Twitter and give us a suggestion, mm. Uh, mm. I'm Craigie Bear Nine on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I forgot my though. No, I don't know my Twitter off by hand, but hey ho, uh, <laughs> I think it's RTY. Uh, that, that shows you how how prepared I am. It's uh, KS KS six 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 two. Okay, <laughs> All right. Uh, oh well, that's been a fun, fun show, Ross. It's been a, a good week of wrestling, and um, mm-hmm. thank you everyone for listening. We will be back shortly. Bye bye. was a Quite the Thing media production.